What's going on, everybody? My name is Brendan Schaefer. Welcome into the show. Another episode of B-Shape Daily. That's right, we're marching on, despite the fact that there are no sports to talk about in North America, unless you're a NASCAR fan. I put on Twitter yesterday, hey, consider watching the PBA Tour. That's right, professional bowling is still going on. I believe it's uh, actually the World Series of Bowling that's currently active. But this is a show primarily about baseball, and so today on Friday, March 13th, Friday the 13th, we're going to talk some baseball, or at least the state of Major League Baseball, as just before I began recording this episode, saw that President Trump declared a national state of emergency due to coronavirus in America. Pretty much every sport, as I mentioned, has been shut down. There's no NBA, there's no NHL and there's no MLB. We'll talk about the updates to that and what it could mean for the eventual start of the Major League Baseball season. We'll talk about that throughout this podcast. Of course, the NCAA basketball tournament was a no-go. That was probably the most crushing blow for me on a personal want-to-have-some-fun level because I was supposed to go to Vegas, actually, for the first time. I've never been to Vegas for March Madness. I've been to Vegas. I was there in 2018 for the uh, MLB Winter Meetings, but that was more of a work trip, and so I didn't get to do a whole lot outside of what was going on with the meetings that year. Still a blast, a fun city, and I was excited, though, to go for March Madness. I hear on most seasons, most years, that's an absolute whale of a time, but, of course, canceled that trip after... They canceled the tournament. So I actually did wait until the very bitter end to cancel it. I was still hoping that maybe, you know, I knew they were supposed to play the games with no fans in attendance, but I was still hoping, you know, if they do that, I can still go to Vegas unless they shut down Vegas. Uh, I think within the last 48 to 72 hours, though, we've really kind of come to understand and realize if we hadn't before the severity and the scope of what this virus is going to do to our daily lives over the coming weeks and probably months, And we can speculate about the length of time this is going to impact not only daily life, but the Major League Baseball season, since B-Shape Daily is meant to be a podcast covering the Cardinals. Last couple days, as all this has been going on, we had a couple of interviews on the show for the first time, actual guests that I interacted with and published those conversations as part of the podcast. I had Jacob Zweibach from Prospects Live on Wednesday, and then yesterday I had Kyle Rees of Birds on the Black. He covers the prospects, the Cardinals' young guns in the system. He does the Dirty 35, his own version of top prospect organizational rankings for the Cardinals. And so he's got, uh, he teased it and shared it on the show yesterday, but Ivan Herrera is his prospect for Friday. I recommend checking his piece out on Twitter. He's at KyleR416 on Twitter. But those have been the conversations that we've had for B-Shape Daily and don't have a guest plan for today. And my plan is to kind of just dive into the latest on the coronavirus situation and what national guys are saying, national writers that cover baseball are saying as far as when the season can actually take place and just kind of spitball on some of this a little bit. Um, obviously, by the end of the weekend, potentially, this could end up being old news and, and something that changes because we've seen the drastic drastic changes that have gone on throughout just since really Wednesday and then Thursday uh was was kind of after the NBA canceled their season or suspended their season Wednesday night Thursday was uh the the black plague of days as far as 
sports being canceled is concerned. And so the plan initially, Major League Baseball, when they announced that they were suspending spring training games, uh, the initial plan was players would likely stay at their team facilities, continue to get their work in, and you know, we're hoping that this will be a delay of a couple of weeks. They they marked April 9th as like the, the date that could potentially be the earliest potential date for new opening day. That's April 9th. As of Friday, though, that maybe already is going to have to change because we're getting news that players are being sent home. I don't know if sent home is the right phraseology. They're being given the option to go home by multiple teams. Uh, I saw Rob Raines had tweeted that the Cardinals minor league guys were, were heading home and minor league staff. Lots of reports by national guys like Jeff Passan, John Heyman, Bob Nightingale, all saying the same thing. I don't know if this is something that Major League Baseball will announce because it doesn't necessarily signal anything official as a change from what happened yesterday. But from Passan, multiple Major League Baseball teams have started allowing players to go home. He says, sources tell ESPN. And so that's kind of a big, big deal because before the plan was for players to just kind of stay put and wait this thing out. But if they're letting people go home, I don't think we're talking about a two week delay. You know, now players don't have to leave. They're not being forced as of what we're seeing so far to leave spring camps. But if they choose to do so, uh, they're, they're encouraged that they can leave Head, head to their home cities, the cities in which they play, kind of just like you do in the offseason is, is what it sounds like. And what that means to me is there's going to need to be a significant ramping up period once again, like a new spring training essentially, because otherwise, you, I mean, you can't just throw guys into the fire of the regular season without – That's why, I mean, that's why we have spring training, for guys to get ready and to be, be prepared for – you know, prepare their bodies for the rigors of the season ahead. If you don't do that, you'll have – just a ton of injuries, I would have to think, and not to mention lower quality of play. And so you're going to have to have another spring training. I don't know that it would last as long as the first one. You know, they've been there for a, about a month, a little over a month, actually, since pitchers and catchers reported. And so would you need, in addition to, you know, I'm sure guys are going to be continuing to work out at maybe a, a rate and a pace greater than what they would, would do in the off season, but is it conceivable that they're going to need another two, three weeks at minimum, maybe even a month? I don't think that's crazy necessarily from the time that, you know, baseball gives the all clear that we can return to baseball activity on an official capacity. And so if that's the case, it could be, I don't know, May, mid-May. It could even be June. Nothing would surprise me at this point. And look, all of this information is based on the idea that we know the duration of the the virus that we have an idea of how long this thing's going to last. I don't think we really do based on, you know, people talk about South Korea and China. Once they started shutting everything down, they started to show improvement in, you know, limiting the spread of the virus. But United States for the last few weeks has not been doing anything like that. They've been, I see the number Chris Gardner, my buddy from uh, the radio days, he's putting on Twitter and, and responding frequently to the tweets that talk about how many tests are being done specifically in Missouri. I, I think the number as of yesterday was still under 100 tests that had been administered. And so there's really no way to know how many people have the, the illness, the virus. And so because the testing hasn't been done, and I understand with Trump declaring the national emergency, uh, that, that certainly should create um, an environment where awareness and 
encouragement, hopefully, for people to get tested if they if they're feeling like they might be in that that situation, or people to just be smart and quarantine themselves. Like I've been saying this for weeks. If you are worried about this thing, especially for yourself personally, you shouldn't go anywhere. You shouldn't you shouldn't go out because it's already in your midst. They don't know it yet, but it is. Just using common sense and logic, if there are only a handful of tests that have been administered, I think it you know whether it's across the nation, a few thousand, whatever whatever the number is. I know they had that number of 75,000 for a while was how many was available, but it seemed like people still would, would bring up their stories of how they didn't have, the, you know, they tried to get the testing done and they were told they weren't sick enough or they weren't this or that. That's not conducive to uh, preventing the spread of this thing because you can you can have the disease or the virus for a number of weeks before you become symptomatic and sometimes you never do. You know, a lot of young, healthy people might just say, oh, I was feeling a little under the weather and their symptoms might go away, but that doesn't mean they're any less contagious necessarily. And so, um, you know, I'm not a medical doctor and I'm not versed in this stuff, but just from from what we're reading and what we're seeing, trying to pin down, okay, what does it mean from a sporting angle? It certainly doesn't sound good if, if baseball is allowing players to go home now, um, you know, what that means for the immediate future of the season. Looking for some... Uh, some other information here as I as I talk to you guys uh, from John Heyman. MLB isn't saying yet that the new April 9th hope for start date is being pushed back. However, with concerned players leaving camps for home, uh, two GMs with teams, he says, suggest that they think it will take longer to get regular season games going. MLB said from the start of this thing that April 9th was the earliest. And I agree with that. You know, I, I just don't see any way you... You, you, you do it any any earlier than that. And at this point, I don't see any way you do it by April 9. Um, I would be thrilled if they can start games at any point in April. I mean, I'd be happy if they start, you know, fake spring training in April at some point because I, I think I – think and here's from uh, another baseball writer, Scott Miller. Chain Bloom, the Red Sox, the guy who runs the Red Sox now, on whether spring starts again how long players would need to ramp up for whenever opening day is. He says, I think we're talking a few weeks. So that's kind of what I said. Three weeks seems like a possible number, maybe pushing a month. And I'm sure the players union would say, you know, there's, there's a lot of layers to this because they would say, you know, we want to make sure our guys are getting paid. That's what the players union is all about to pr- protect the, the rights and the salaries and things like that of their players, the working conditions as well. But because on that working conditions angle, the union will want to make sure their guys aren't getting hurt and they're not being forced into real action where they'll be compelled to, you know, exert their full energy when maybe their their bodies are not quite ready for that after an awkward, you know, potential month of not really doing much baseball activity. So that'll be interesting to see how how they handle this from a union standpoint as well. Uh, Ken Rosenthal, official memo from the union says this. One, players will be permitted to stay in the area of the spring training facility. And this is as of 3.30 on Friday, so this should be pretty updated. Players will be permitted to travel to the club's home city. Players will be permitted to travel to their off-season home. And then in parentheses, or other location. So to me, that means you could pretty well do what you want, uh, you know, go where you want to be stationed. I don't think they want you traveling around just like a normal off-season, but it sounds like players have the option to to kind of go where they, they please and then stay there, I think is what it seems like. Um, whatever your off-season home is or maybe other location if you're going to go stay with family, something like that. 
because a lot of people, if I'm a player, I'm I'm wanting you know these guys are people, and and people around the country are getting scared by this thing because it's a serious issue, and if I'm a player, I want to be with my family. I don't want to you know have to be worried about all of these things going on and not be able to to be with my family, and I'm I'm considering work and things like that, and so. I feel like what that means is, and and you look at the replies to the Rosenthal tweet, people are saying, okay, so they can go anywhere they want, which is kind of what I said tongue-in-cheek. But I think what I take that to mean is that they'll be permitted to kind of go somewhere they feel comfortable and hang out. I don't think it would be wise to travel anywhere. But again, what's the league going to do? Every team has, you know, dozens and dozens of players that they have to be concerned with. And so... I don't think they're going to be able to necessarily keep track of everybody at once. Uh, Mark Keurig of, I believe he's with The Athletic, looking at my Twitter feed now. Yes, he's a national baseball writer for The Athletic. He says, with a national state of emergency now declared, the commissioner can now suspend contracts while games aren't being played per the uniform player's contract. So that would be definitely something that players are probably not in favor of. But if that's what's in the contracts, um, you know, we'll have to wait and see what happens with that. The top comment on the... uh, Mark Craig tweet, by the way. Can he suspend the Mets contract with Bobby Bonilla? That's pretty funny. That's pretty good. Um, but another point to this uh, contract situation as it relates to players, you know, it's a shame if Nolan Arenado can't collect his $28 million or whatever he's due for this season. Uh, you know, it'll be prorated out, I'm sure, till they won't get paid till baseball starts, if, in fact, that's the way it goes. But really, honestly, the guys that I'm – concerned for are the minor leaguers because they are obviously not a part of the union and they don't have a whole lot of people fighting standing on their side of the the fence to try and and get their rights approved and taken care of and so you talk about minor league guys yes i believe the expectation is that contracts the minimums it had been reported would be adjusted beginning with the 2021 season so that wouldn't even be this upcoming summer according to this nbc sports story that i'm taking a look at from last month i'm going to read for you the weekly salaries as they are now and what they will be in 2021 that's kind of relevant to the topic i'm about to get into for rookie and short season leagues it's up to 400 dollars a week from 290 Uh, single a will go from five or pardon me from 290 to 500 double a will go from a weekly salary of 350 to 600 triple a from 502 a week to 700 and so you know if you prorate that triple a salary 700 dollars four weeks in a month 2800 nearly three grand that's probably over 30 grand a year but you got to remember that they're not being paid for the full year these guys don't even get paid for spring training and so for for about six months maybe is is the length of time for which they'll be paid close to three grand a month for six months so 18 grand for half the year uh you know it's probably above the poverty level but that but you got to get an off-season job to get yourself there obviously um, because guys aren't paid year-round and so it's better it will be better come 2021 at every level it's good that they raise the salaries but with this coronavirus situation in 2020 first of all i think they're still operating under those those previous numbers which are 290, 290, 350, and 502 as you raise from rookie, single A, double A, triple A. And these are weekly salaries, not monthly. That would be a disaster. But weekly salaries. And 
those guys aren't guaranteed that. I like I've talked to a couple players. They don't know what's going to happen at this point in time with their minor league salaries. They haven't heard. Hoping over the weekend, you know, maybe by later today, Friday, some clarity will come. But as far as I've seen, as of recording this episode, guys are not sure what's going to happen. And if you're sending the minor leaguers home. Um, you know, that could certainly be a concern that, uh, the, the money is not guaranteed. And if you can, if you can bar the contracts for major league players, according to what Mark Kerrig put into his tweet, based on Trump declaring a national emergency for the coronavirus, then I don't know that opens up a worm, a can of worms, I think for what potentially the minor leaguers, uh, could end up dealing with. And so the question I would have too, is would baseball be able to get in a full season and this just coming across from Bob Nightingale as I'm going through this, MLB is still hoping to play 162 games, playing the postponed games at the back end of the schedule, but obviously subject to change. I see no way that happens. I see no way they end up playing 162 games unless, you know, something changes significantly where this thing turns around in the next couple of weeks and you're able to start spring training up and tack on, you know, it ends up only being the two weeks that they originally hoped it would be. And then, boom, you add that, you know, so right now the World Series, before all this happened, was scheduled to begin October 20th, and a potential Game 7, I believe, was slated for October 28th. And so if you push that back two weeks, and two weeks is all you need to push it, then you're talking about early to mid-November to end the season. That wouldn't, it wouldn't be fun, it'd be cold for some of those cities if, uh, you know, you get New York in that World Series, or even St. Louis, uh, maybe it'll be like a Dodgers Angels World Series and it won't matter in November and everybody will be comfortable out there uh, on the West Coast. But otherwise, you're talking about some cold potential playoff games, but not the end of the world. But what you've got to remember is that's best case scenario. They're talking like, you know, that's if everything goes well. And as of three days ago, how was everything going? This wasn't even something we were really talking about on this scale. And since then, every sport has been canceled. So... I'm thinking the subject to change portion of that development is probably the most significant line uh, the, there to be considered. So that's kind of where we're at. I'm I'm not sure that 162-game season is going to happen. Uh, obviously hopeful, but based on the way everything's trending as of right now, I think there's, there's going to need to be some modifications for sure. It just seems, I don't think that's crazy to say that it seems unlikely because if you're sending players home, and you've, you've got, and this was just one example, Chain Bloom of the Red Sox saying a few weeks to ramp back up. Okay, if April 9th is your designated goal to start, push that back to April 2 to March 26th or whatever to March 19th. They're sending players home or allowing them to go home as of March 13th. You'd have to get them back within a week in order to hit that deadline, hit that timeline. Um I'm not I'm not so sure that's going to happen. So that's kind of what I got for you today for B-Shape Daily. I'm working already on some interviews, potentially having some guests from the sports world uh, for you next week. If you've got a guest that you think would be a good idea, send me a DM on Twitter at B-Shaper12 because I'm open to suggestions. Uh, as I've talked about, this is going to be a weird time for sports fans, but you guys are bored. You got nothing to do, right, if you're quarantined at your house. So um, I'm the same way. I'm, You know, we're all looking for things to do. And so I'm hoping that we can can provide some interesting stories uh, here on the podcast. I'll be doing the same thing for KMOV throughout this time. So if you've got a topic that you'd like me to talk or write about potentially that you think would be interesting, give me a shout at for 12 on Twitter. My DMs are open as always. Still subscribe to the podcast, though. Um, we're going to keep doing this show. The show must go on. 
You can find it at Spotify, at Apple Podcasts, and Google Podcasts, the primary places that you can access it. Uh, but if you happen to use a different podcast app, you can probably find it on there. Just search for B-Shafe Daily. But if you can't do that, go to anchor.fm slash bshafer12, and there you'll find all the places that my podcast, B-Shafe Daily, is available. And you can pick one of them and listen to the show from there. That'd be really cool, I think. So you should do that. Follow me on Instagram as well. I don't ever plug that, but it's the same thing as the Twitter, at bshafer12, and then it's facebook.com slash bshafer12. Earlier today, uh, Benjamin Hockman of the Post-Dispatch, I saw him, I got a little notification on my phone that he had gone live on Instagram Live with a video, and then I clicked on it, and he was sitting in his bed with crazy hair, just talking to people from from his bed, just because he had a you know day off and had an interview to do later on, but was just uh, trying to kill some time. And so we interacted, and I even jumped on his Instagram live for a little bit. So maybe I'll start to do some more stuff on Instagram. That was kind of a fun, fun thing, pretty similar to the Periscopes, which I hope that I can ramp those back up again too. Uh, those are for Twitter, but yeah, I, uh, follow me on uh, all the social medias and continue to listen and subscribe to the podcast because we're going to still be talking baseball. We'll find one way or another to get it done. Probably not going to have any weekend episodes, but we'll be right back with the B shape daily show as of Monday. So I will talk to you then. Thanks once again and have a good weekend and also wash your hands out there. All right. Peace.